Hello and welcome to Tech Talks with Madonna Season 2, Episode 13. Our guest today is Michelle. Michelle is a mission-driven product designer based in New York City with over 16 years of experience. She has a computer science degree from Boston College and was a software engineer for seven years before becoming a designer. As someone with board endometriosis and fibroids, she's working to help educate about this reproductive disorder via our startup, New Moon Health. She's also running a one-person design agency, Michelle NG LLC, primarily working with mission-driven startup clients and a non-profit project, Alpaca, that helps underserved college students to get into the tech industry. In this talk, we talk about diversity, we talk about her startup, and we talk about her career. Also. And Michelle, I would like for you to introduce yourself and tell us who you are. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Madonna. Thank you um, for this opportunity. So, yeah, so my name is Michelle. Um, I have been a developer and designer for 16 years. So I started my career, I started I studying computer science in school, and then mm -hmm. I started my career as an analyst developer um, mm -hmm. at Goldman Sachs. Wow. And then I transitioned into doing, um, working at an advertising agency, RGA, mm -hmm. uh, doing the Nike Plus back wow. then, long time ago, when before the Apple Watch and everything. Wow. And then I transitioned into doing UX design now. Mm -hmm. yeah. it's, it's been like eight years. Yeah. Wow. I just want to say congratulations, first of all, for being in the industry for so long and Thank also you. pioneering. And also, you. you are a Women Tech Makers Ambassador too, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. What yes, does that mean Yeah, it's the you? first year I'm doing it. It's the first year? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, congratulations and welcome. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So thank how you. has that experience been like for you first? Yeah, it's it's a interesting community because, you know, I'm sure you know, too. Yeah. At work, usually we will be the only woman on the team. At least my experience is I will yes. be the only female in my team of uh, fourth men. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. It's yeah. just sometimes you wish you can do some like girl talk. <laughs> with your yes. colleagues that you can't you don't get to do that and they would talk about like footballs or like I don't know something <laughs> and so mm -hmm. um so it's very interesting to be able to meet other you know female um women uh in tech and it we you know especially for us because for me I mm -hmm. now I'm a UX designer so mm -hmm. I got to meet with other more creative quote-unquote creative not saying engineers are not creative but oh, yeah I totally understand mm -hmm. yeah and so and it, we got to put together an event actually uh yeah in in March for women's uh, international women's day wow. we got to put together an event and it was amazing to work with a group of women to oh. inspire other people and to me I just want to go back to your 16 years of experience and ask you over the years I do know you've mentioned you you've now you're doing now UX which means you mm -hmm. might have pivoted around along the way yes. I want to know can you tell us how tech was back in the days like in school what were you studying what did you do because I want to hear that <laughs> yeah I know it's, it's so agents like I <laughs> talk about 16 years um so I when I was in school I studied Java Mm -hmm, nice. Um, that was my primary language, 
And then when I was working, uh, my first job at Goldman, I, I interned at Goldman and then I, I got a full-time offer there. But, mm-hmm. you know, the the stack was Java, um, you know, some Perl scripts uh, and the database, uh, Sybase, Oracle, yeah. um, no, DB2. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we were doing store procs, you know, like things that yeah. you don't do anymore <laughs> nowadays, um, you know, um, and, and, and funny enough, I remember mm-hmm. at Goldman, there was a team and I don't know if they exist anymore, but there was a team that was, mm-hmm. um, mainframe, mainframe still was, you know, they still yeah. had system mm-hmm. in mainframe and they were doing COBOL stuff. And, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, never I, I mean i've never seen what it looked like but just hearing it you know back mm-hmm. in my days it felt yeah. very agents and i can i can i can imagine that the youngsters nowadays hearing that you know what yeah. we used to do must be like oh my god that's so old i know <laughs> it also brings me to the topic that i've gotten a question on so many times and i do apologize if this question is out of your realm but i was wondering what do you think about frameworks and learning the code concepts, like getting the fundamentals instead of using frameworks? I think the fundamentals, I think, I mean, I'm um, I'm an old school person. Yeah. Like when I say old school, I mean like you need to, and, and I know that's probably not the paradigm now. Yeah. But like for me, I just say like you need to know your algorithm. Like, you know, you need mm-hmm. to be able to explain how just basic you know like yeah. how does the hash map work how does you know uh data structure how does a linguist work how yeah. when you do your sorting the different sorting algorithm you know um be able to explain it and also be able to pseudocode it right so yeah and i know i understand that nowadays because i was talking to um mm-hmm. an engineer um just yesterday because um i was trying to help mm-hmm. people to help um, me do mock uh, technical interview mock interviews um, yeah. for my mentees and, yes. and he is saying that you know nowadays we don't do that much algorithm anymore but it's more about like hey you know like if there's a problem for example um, if you have to design like a bank yes. how will you do it you know uh-huh. so more uh-huh. like high level conceptual instead of like the nitty gritty mm-hmm. um, computer science concepts um and so it's interesting i think i I do think both would be important um i you know and whenever people Mm -hmm. ask me when they were you know trying to learn programming i would actually steer them away because you know like there are frameworks like when you mention framework like the first thing that came to my mind i don't know Mm -hmm. if that's what you meant but like the first thing came to my mind is like things like ruby on rails you know like things that kind of like do things for you yes yes exactly you just do one line and then like things just happen i'm like wait but like (laughs) do you understand what happened or like why it happened certain way so i would steer them away from doing all those like magical stuff yeah (laughs) and and do things from scratch you know like if yes get the fundamentals right I think that's still important I love that and actually you I'm with you on that like mm-hmm. it's it's okay to use frameworks but I feel like yes. um it's also good to understand the fundamentals because it helps you strengthen your engineering knowledge because like you mentioned it's good to know how the algorithm works I mean mm-hmm. if you just take a code and it does all this magic like what is happening back there can you fix it yeah. if one day it breaks 
Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Now, you do mention you are a startup founder. Yes. Please tell us more because we want to hear it. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you. Thank you. It's it's a difficult journey to mm -hmm. find a startup. So the reason why I wanted to do it is mm -hmm. because I'm sure I, you know, uh, Madonna, you've been in tech for yeah. a while. And when you have been trying to help other other people to build things, mm -hmm. um, at some point you're like, I have ideas too. And I, I see there's a, a gap and I wish I could myself, I could create the solutions. Yeah. Um, because for, for example, personally, um, I'm very interested. I'm not interested in working on things that I personally find has no meaning, yeah. AKA like, um, for example, I don't want to work on and yet another social media platform yeah. or yet another dating platform or whatever mm -hmm. yet mm -hmm. another financial services like mm -hmm. i think there are very important social problems that we as technologists should be able to create to yeah. help society and so the reason why i wanted to build my startup and my startup is in women's health and yeah. i think women's health it's severely um uh neglected because mm -hmm. uh, number one it's about <laughs> women and unfortunately at times yeah. I, I think women are being you know their conditions or their complaints are being dismissed when they go see doctors so a lot That's of times true. it takes longer for women to get mm -hmm. diagnosis and get the right treatments and yeah. I mean uh, like so my startup focused on fibroids and endometriosis and nice. helping women finding solutions. And mm -hmm. like even now, we don't know what caused these conditions. And, and you know, mm -hmm. even if you know these conditions, you don't know how to find the right doctor, mm -hmm. etc. And even when you find the right doctor, it takes so long to articulate all your mm -hmm. problems so yeah. that you can get the right treatment. And so that's why I, I founded the startup. And, yeah. <laughs> Congratulations on that. And what you said is very important because, I mean, think about it. Every human being is very unique. Mm -hmm. And every set of, like, woman has different needs and different personalities. And when it comes to healthcare, of course, it has to be treated differently. And yes. for you taking up that space and wanting to make a change, that is fantastic. I'm going to use the word fantastic because I oh, love that you. idea. Thank you. And I mean, it's so inspiring, too, that you're fighting something that I've seen many women struggle with. Endometriosis, right? sorry. It's, it's, it's a big issue in mm -hmm. the society. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I have to say it's hard because, mm -hmm. um, you know, just to be very transparent, my startup's not making money. I have mm -hmm. to work while trying to build a startup. Yeah. And so... But, you know, I, I think that is worthwhile. Yes. Um, I hope it's worthwhile. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. I think now that you mentioned that, I don't know if you know about the, what is it called? There's, some, there's a resource I might want to share with you. It's called the AWS Startup Startup Loft. It's in the, yeah, you know about it. I see you shaking yeah, your head. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. I heard about it, but I have not visited. But, you Please know, you now that you to. mention it, I should go. 
yes please you should because i feel like that's a good medium where you can start like networking with people who are building startups and get that community going because i feel like it's in that community where you get your word out and then get started because i feel like this is a pretty worthy cause that's why i'm like you need to be out there and also there's um founders by google startups i think there's an event coming up this april really yes they should also look it up so i will share that with you too thank you thank you you're welcome (laughs) i want yeah because i'm like wow this is pretty amazing and you should definitely be in these communities building this now that got me so sentimental because it's so good and i loved that idea i love when people do things that support women (laughs) i feel like i'm biased okay okay (laughs) <laughs> you do also mention you are a one-person design agency, right? Tell yes. us more about what you do and are you looking mm-hmm. for clients? Yes. Yeah. So I so after working in corporate America, you know, um, for a while, I I feel like I, you know, I prefer working with smaller companies and especially extremely early stage startups when. Mm-hmm startup founders have an idea and they really try to articulate it um, and bring the product to life. And that's why I would come in and help them figure out how to build their first MVP and the first product. And, and I, you know, um, going back to mission driven and I, I specifically look for startups that I myself feel is worthy Mm-hmm. And so, for example, the last client that I have, they are building a, oh, they actually have already a platform for helping women with their finances. So they have financial coaching mm-hmm. and they help them figure it out, especially for women, because, for example, women get paid less, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, in a relationships, unfortunately, a lot of women delegate the the task of financial figuring out all the finances to the mm-hmm. male counterpart and when things doesn't work out usually it's the women who have to like you know have the custody while they might not get as much from you know the, the settlement mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that so oftentimes women have to you know protect themselves and so mm-hmm. they have this platform where they provide coaching to women Mm-hmm. And and at that point, they were trying to build their mobile app. Nice. They already have a desktop. Uh, they already have a web version. Mm-hmm. And so, so yeah, went in to help them build the mobile app version. Um, and now with my current client, they're in the clinical trial space. Nice. And it's oftentimes clinical trials, they, they don't work out because oftentimes it's very hard to recruit people. Mm-hmm. And and it's very hard to streamline the process, and that's the what my current client is working on. And so, yeah, so yeah, early stage startup, trying to figure out all the features, and that's the fun part. That's the fun part. I think you know, for me personally, when someone already have like you know uh-huh. like the established uh, products, it's not fun anymore for me. Wow. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think to me, what I'm hearing is a superwoman. You're doing so many great things. <laughs> I, 
That's funny you say that. I need to. I think it's funny you say that because I feel like I need to like cut down <laughs> so I can focus more. No, no, no. I mean, as long as you're there on the top of your priority and they're benefiting you and they're good and you feel worth it, I mean, I would say continue doing it. As long as you feel like this one I need to drop and maybe this one's not benefiting me, that's the time you should drop. But if they're all serving the right purpose, keep going. Yeah, you yes, should not give up. You. Yes. <laughs> now, I want you to give us, um, I know you you were looking for mentors to help your mm -hmm. college students get. Yes. Tell us more about that, please. Yeah. So, so besides the startup and besides this one person, <laughs> Design agency, I also co-founded a nonprofit yes. and it's based in New York City. And mm -hmm. our mission is to help underserved college students to get into tech. And and what I mean by that underserved college students, meaning you could be, you know, black, Latinx, low income, yeah. first generation. Mm -hmm. You've never seen somebody in your family succeed and etc etc so and there is a big problem in terms of diverse lack of diversity in tech yeah for example i can tell you madonna like i can count in my whole life in my mm -hmm. 16 years mm -hmm. of working in the industry i have only worked with two black male engineers yeah i mean it's it's that bad i know yeah i, I have not i have not worked with one black product manager or one mm -hmm. black UX designer, nothing. Like yeah. what what happened? Like, you know, and and so when and of course, you know, we don't want to get into politics and stuff like that, but like mm -hmm. when you actually talk to college students who major in let's say computer science mm -hmm. major in information systems major in design and you talk to them you're like and you give them and for example in our startup we give them little projects to do to yeah. help them build a portfolio mm -hmm. we give them stuff they do it they do it perfectly well ask them to make a game in unity they make a game in unity mm -hmm. ask them to make a website they spun up like, you know, using React and, you know, backend stuff. And then they make a working website. Mm -hmm. There is nothing, nothing that they're lacking at yeah, all. At all. Yeah, that's And true. like, why, what is going on in this industry? Like, why, like, you can look at me. I'm, I'm from Hong Kong. Like, this East Asian females, East Asian males, you know, the Southeast. Yeah. Um, and then... <laughs> You know, like I can name the ethnicity that yeah. is dominating in tech. And and so at some point, you just have to ask, like, is there something wrong with this? Like, yeah. You know, and, and a lot of people, if you talk to, of course, people who are a little, you know, going to politics, sorry. but I know. What, I, I think, it, the, yeah. Sorry, go upset. on. No, you go on. <laughs> I oh, don't want to cut you off. Okay. No, no, I, I was just going to say, like, if you talk to people in the on the conservative side, they will be like, oh, it's meritocracy like yeah mm. if you talk to the the people who are not represented in tech if you actually talk to them they have everything they are even better than me Madonna, <laughs> like i swear when i was when i was a college student i can't do like 
I can't make a game. I couldn't make a game. I couldn't like what is what make a game and like make a web app and like stuff like that. No, I only knew Java. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so and so it's just extremely, you know, it's not mediocrity. You know, like I'm not mm-hmm. even talk about fairness here. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm. You know, it's just you know if you want the best people to work in this industry. We have to be cognizant about like why there is a bias against certain group of people, yeah. and also, and I think the most important thing is, if tech is represented by only certain group of people, because we tech is an engine for, I believe, for social mobility and mm-hmm. also to better the society. If we don't have people who, you know, the the black community, the Latinx community, yeah. to be in tech. That means that we're not building technology to serve those communities. That is true, and they will be left behind. Yeah, and so yes. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> no, I just wanted to say what you're mentioning is very, very important, and I've seen that mm-hmm. too, which is pretty tough. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we can all take it back to the issues that stem way deep into the societies. Yes, and I feel like one way that I'm seeing companies trying to solve that problem is try to have like diversity and inclusion departments now like actively mm-hmm. but i don't know how effective that is working so i was thinking let's give it like maybe 10 years i'm hoping somebody is doing a study and then they will come after 10 years and tell us that this is when we started tooting the horn on diversity and inclusion and 10 years later this is the numbers we can now say that this particular department has helped generate this so i'm hoping that there's definitely a change that's going to come within years because yeah. now, like you mentioned, in so many places, so many companies now, they have that particular department, right? Which mm-hmm. is, that is the main purpose of it. So yes. it's good to have organization like what you're doing already, which is to encourage more people to come in, encourage more people of color that have been already not in the field, like to come out and even do that better. So yes. I'm excited for this. So I'm hoping somebody is keeping track. <laughs> and if they're not, maybe we need to start to create a startup to check that like yeah. within 10 years. Is there benefits of having a DEI like in all companies? What was the benefit? Did it work? Yeah. You know? And if somebody's you know, listening to this, maybe they, that can be a setup idea. <laughs> Yes, because we need to yes. know if it worked. Yes. Otherwise, it's just going to be there. And yes. what what happens? You know, yes. did we see any change? You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's interesting. I think I agree with you. It's definitely a good initiative to have, and we should track the uh, the yeah results of that. Yeah. yeah, it has to be tracked it's, because if nobody is yeah. tracking, then we will ten years or mm-hmm. twenty years. We'll be like, okay, we had this department. Mm-hmm. But then did we see any change or it's still yeah. the same in the tech field or any other field? You know, it's, is it still dominated by the same races that we know, right? So yeah. we will know it's oh, not sure. working because if we're yeah. not tracking, then it's not working, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah, for sure. And I think that, you know, um, it's not just, you know, I, and I don't know how different companies working. Um, yeah. I'm sure, you know, each company is trying their own way to help with the dif- tackle the diversity problem. But I think fundamentally, each person needs to be m- more aware. For example, that is true. if, if you know, the listeners, you know, who is listening to this, if you're hiring for a role mm-hmm. and if you see 
the applicants that are coming in from your HR department, they're all from certain race. You're like, you should flag it and be like, hey, you know, like, um, just curious. Like, I'm seeing a lot of <laughs> white and Asians. What happened to the other races? You know, um, and and you know, it should be just an open dialogue. And and the reason why I say it is because I I've seen it even personally. Um, you know, mm -hmm. at, at one company I was work I was working at, we we're trying to hire more designers and for some reason like i keep getting we will keep getting um asians <laughs> i was talking to my um uh, uh you know chief product officer i was like um you know it's nothing wrong with this but um you know if we add more asians that means that we will only have asian a team of asian designers <laughs> we have diversity here so i mean i think everybody just need to do that part you know like yeah you know, I don't want it to be like, oh, now there's a DI department. They will handle it. Like, mm -hmm. no, no, no. Everybody needs to needs to be more aware. And you mm -hmm. know what? Now that you've mentioned that, you've really inspired me a lot. And I feel like what you've said is very important. And it, the fact that you're so aware that even through the application process, you're like, oh, my God, this is a lot of agents that we are hiring already. Are we getting <laughs> and we keep getting more? Mm -hmm. Knowing that is enough. And that's what brings in the change because you will talk to someone and say, I don't think this is right. And yes. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much, Michelle. This was so amazing. And you're doing so many amazing things. And what can I say? Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you so much for doing so many amazing things.